0: You are listening to Middle East Monitor Conversations, bringing you lively discussions with prominent voices from the region and beyond, as we delve deeper into issues shaping the Middle East and North Africa, from politics to culture and the arts.
1: Hello, welcome to Memo Conversations. I'm a video producer, Osman Butt. Sudan is currently undergoing a serious crisis. Since the 15th of April, there have been major clashes between uh, across different Sudanese states, between the army and the so-called rapid support forces. The situation is quite dire in Sudan right now, where hundreds have been killed, many have been displaced, and a lot of people have fled to the country. Helping us today to make sense of what is happening in Sudan, I'm joined by Ula Ibrahim. She is a member of the a press office for the Khartoum resistance committee. She is also a visual arts teacher, architect, and urban designer. Ula, welcome to Memo Conversations. Hello. I think uh, I want to start by saying, you know, and I know I speak for everyone at Middle East Monitor, our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Sudan at this very, very difficult time. It's been truly harrowing to see the pictures coming out of Sudan. it's uh, it's you know it's really beyond words to sort of describe what we're seeing um all we can say is that there's a lot of horror happening right now um and a lot of uncertainty um with that in mind though could you please perhaps tell us you know what has been happening in Sudan in recent weeks and you know what is happening now
0: okay well uh, we woke up on the morning of uh, 15 april at uh, 7 a.m to the sound of heavy uh, weapon exclusion in the south of khartoum Uh, i work at uh, a university near to uh, campground uh, of uh, rabbit support force and my students sent me in the morning warning me not to come to the university because they see the heavy uh, deployment of force in civilian area. Uh, after that, a series of Southern military movement began for uh, Arab support force in a uh, uh, civilian area in the city of Khartoum, include the Khartoum International Airport, uh, the general uh, command of the Sudanese army, uh, which by the way, uh, it's in the heart of the city of Khartoum and also the presidential palace. Hours later, uh, it's turned into armed uh, confrontations between the army force and the Arab support force which have continued uh, so far. Uh, Today is the uh, 13th day of armed uh, confrontations uh, between the two sides of conflict uh, which left uh, 500 uh, dead and 4,000 injured. Uh, according to the, and that's according to the statistic of the Ministry of Health, but slightly, uh, the number of uh, of people is much higher than uh, that. Uh, now Sudanese are going through a critical humanitarian uh, situation uh, as uh, as the number of refugees has been increased since the beginning of conflict. Uh, I can say uh, that um, a third of residential of my neighborhood uh, right now is refugees in a uh, safer state uh, yeah, in Sudan. Uh, the health situation is uh, very uh, sad. There is no health care uh, m- medicine have run out. Most of the hospital closed uh, due to bumping or lack of um, resourcing. Uh, and uh, uh, access to drink water and food is very difficult. Uh, and but this is still uh, laying at uh, the road, uh, and, and that's it.
1: You were also mentioning to me before we started that there were food shortages and you know other issues with access to electricity. Could you perhaps tell us a little bit more about what has been the daily impact of this fighting on for everyday people in Khartoum?
0: Um, actually, the the lack of access to electricity uh, electricity electricity uh, doesn't help people uh, to live to uh, to access to uh, to uh, their food uh, to a drink water and uh, uh, and that's it.
1: I'm wondering what the situation of the people who are fleeing the country is. What what's happening there? Who's Leaving and why?
0: Uh, they leave because the situation in in Khartoum is is totally unsafe. Uh, I I told you before there is uh, uh, no any type of civilian life in Khartoum right now. Uh, you can the, uh, bombing by the by the by the. Uh, ministry uh, sorry by the uh, army force or by uh, the other force in your house Uh, and there is no uh, any um, type of life here in Khartoum.
1: And how did we get to this point so the fighting broke out on the in you know middle of April what was happening you know what is causing all this you know, fighting between the RFR, or RSF and the army?
0: Okay. we Well, we got here through uh, the Military Council uh, COP on the 2015th of uh, October. Uh, actually, the count, the council consists of leader in the army uh, headed by uh, Al-Burhan uh, uh, with uh, Ahimati, commander of the rapid support force. With the help of element uh, from the al-Bashir regime, this uh, cope uh, blocked the way for the civil the democratic transformation that the Sudanese uh, sought uh, after the revolution. Uh, after uh, a year and a half, of course, General Al Burhan was not even able to form uh, uh, a great taker government be, uh, because of the uh, uh, popular rejection uh, and uh, uh, resistance of civil force and uh, the, uh, the resistance committee uh, movement. Uh, now it appears that uh, the two generals uh, are engaged in a power struggle uh also uh i think the the conflict between the two generals uh became public when the agenda of uh, framework agreement which is a civilian agreement uh and the milit- uh, and uh, uh which is a civilian uh agreement, which refers to the integration of armed movement and rabbit support into a unified national uh, army. Uh, Sudanese see the conflict as a a just poor struggle between the two generals. Uh, And of course, everyone in the uh, street uh, rejected the war. Uh, which is likely to turn into a civil war uh, between uh, ethnic or, or racial uh, components. Uh, there are fears actually among the people here about the struggle of uh, uh, regional or international power inside the, uh, the, the Sudan.
1: Yes, you've mentioned obviously the fact that there's a clash between two generals. Yes. Um and you know, the rapid support force, this is technically outside of the structure of the army and they were to be integrated into the army, but there's resistance. So could you tell our audience who are the rapid support force? Who who makes them up? Who controls them? What are they? Uh
0: who who make the pumps?
1: Yeah, who who are who is the rapid support force? Who are they? Because they're not part of the army, they're a militia group.
0: Yeah, there is a, a rapid support force is a, a, a militia was um, issued by uh, General Al-Bashir, uh, the, the, the last uh, uh, president. And uh, also army uh, leaders, uh, Al-Burhan is uh, uh, for us is a dictatorship uh, who who make the uh, the uh, military council cope in uh, in last year
1: yes, it's uh so you are um so my next question relates to how. Revolutionary committees are responding and reacting to these events, because as I mentioned, you are a member of the resistance uh, committee in Khartoum. What's the reaction to these events from this committee?
0: Okay, uh, I, I see I said that the resistance committee uh, see the, the clash between the military uh, components as a struggle uh, for control and uh, power and wealth. Uh, for us, uh, the army leadership represents uh, a cartel, uh, as the army control 18% of the Sudanese resources. Uh, the rabbit, uh, also the rapid support uh, forces are uh, a militia of uh, uh, control in, in some resources of Sudan, like gold. Um, uh, they also control. Uh, uh, they also uh, control the uh, local resources. Uh, therefore, the resistance committee view the conflict as a struggle within the military that will not achieve any gain for the revolution. Uh, this struggle uh, also seeks to bring us back to the era of dictatorship. Therefore, we cannot support any side. Uh, Now, in light of uh, the complete absence of any form of uh, uh, government, in Sudan, resistance committee operate field hospital to treat uh, intrude in uh, every neighborhood, provide uh, medicine and medical uh, aid through networking with the Ministry of uh, Health and NGOs uh, and local uh, um, organization, Uh, um, uh, and uh, it's also coordinating the logistic and link to the supply chain of drink water and food with the uh, residents of the neighborhood. Uh, also neighborhood uh, committee or resistance committee working in high coordina- uh, coordination with the neighborhood members uh, and almost that's happened in every uh, neighborhood uh, in this country.
1: So these are the Hartoon resistance committee. Uh, how long have you guys been active? When does it go back to
0: Okay uh, resistant uh, committee is uh, our grassroots organization uh, organized within residential uh, neighborhood in Sudan it's began to uh, form uh, uh, in urban neighborhood and in a village since uh, 2013. Uh, actually, uh, in the uh, and in the two, uh, 2018, uh, with the outbreak of the Sudanese uh, revolution against the Al Bashir regime, uh, it's come back to coordinate the, uh, and, and, and directing the demonstration. Uh as well as uh, in coordination with other civil force, such as trade union and uh, political force.
1: Uh So we're receiving like reports that many of Omar al-bashir's um, members of his former regime who were in, you know, custody or in prison have disappeared. You know, and Omar Bashir, I think, has been transferred to hospital, according to official yes. reports. What's What role are, are, is he playing in all of this? Obviously, he's not directly in charge anymore. But, you know, these are some of the people he, you know, were part of his forces, the rapid support force. So what role does he play?
0: Well, I think it's... Uh, this is the circumstances uh, of uh, um, the... The COPE, the Military Council COPE, and um, uh, um, I think this COPE, this is, is uh, uh, just how I can say that. It's just an uh, self opinion that uh, this COPE is uh, supported by the uh, the. The last regime of Al Bashir, so uh, this is one of circumstances of this coup.
1: Mm-hmm. And where, when we talk about Al Burhan, who is obviously the head of the army, what was his relationship like to Omar Bashir before the 2019 revolution?
0: Uh, uh Al-Bashir is one of the leaders, uh, it was one of the leaders of the army and uh, Burhan uh, uh, is also right now is one of the leaders of the army.
1: Hmm, hmm, hmm. And what do you make of the international response to the Sudan? what's happening in Sudan so far? What? Uh, what do you think of the international response coming from the United States, the European Union, and others towards what's happening in Sudan?
0: Okay, uh, I think uh, the world m- must understand that we in the resistance committee, uh, we uh, have, worst still with the regime for four, uh, for four years during, uh, or during four years, uh, which is uh, revolution never stopped. We will continue to resist until the establishment of civilian government. Uh, yani in in which uh, there is no way to impose the political agenda by force of armies again.
1: And do you feel the the United States, the European Union? understand that or are they in your opinion taking the side of say the military
0: uh to some extent yes uh i think that hmm, hmm, hmm.
1: okay and w- you've mentioned all of the activities the resistance Hatun resistance committee is involved with with regards to hospitals uh running helping run services but what is the how is there any sense that you're going to obviously oppose the new regime that's coming in what activities do you think you'll do in the future what uh, i'm so i'm asking about um as this event unfolds as what the fighting unfolds uh in addition to all the services the hartum resistance committee is performing what ki- what else will it be doing to oppose these fi- the fighting
0: Okay, uh, uh, after the COP uh, of 25th uh, of October, uh, uh, the resistance committee returned to uh, resist uh, the COP by mobilizing daily demonstration inside the neighborhood and in, fro- in front of the uh, um, Republican Palace uh, uh, to overthrow the COP during um, uh, during that years, it's also uh, issued a political uh, charter that represent uh, its political vision for the government uh, governance of Sudan.
1: And could you tell us about that governance, the the charter,
0: uh,
1: as best as you can?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> i can send you to the 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 chart
1: it's okay all right but uh, you just broadly speaking you want what more democratic governance and you want i imagine parliamentary elections how does it uh, what is the solution to this current crisis for sudan uh
0: i think the the uh, the solution is uh make the army away from the the political uh, issue and uh, make a unified uh, army.
1: And where do you see the current fighting? Where do you see all of this going? What is the future of it? I mean, is this going to end in a few days, a few weeks or what's going to happen in your opinion? <laughs>
0: Actually, no one, no one uh, can um, answer this question. Just Burhan and who can answer this question.
1: We have a lot of people in our audience who are very concerned by events in Sudan. Um, what would you recommend they should be looking out for in terms of developments in Sudan? What should they be watching out for?
0: Um, you can see that the, the, mo- the civilian movement of resistance committee, uh, I think it's ideal, uh, uh, resistance committee right now. It's, uh, worked for four years to, uh, to, to make, uh, to make uh, democracy in Sudan.
1: And what uh, kind of help do you think people from the outside of Sudan should give to Sudan? I'm talking about people, you know, across different
0: countries. You appear to have uh, lost Ula Ibrahim there.
1: Hello to our audience. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, but we are now up again and running and I'm still with Ula Ula. please um, uh, tell us a little bit more about the relationship between Al-Burhan and Omar Bashir.
0: Well, Al-Burhan was uh, a member of a kind of committee uh, called uh, the Sudanese uh, Supreme Security Committee. Uh, it's committee whose members were chosen by the Al-Bashir regime to protect him. Uh, on the, other one, uh, on the other side, uh, also General Hemeti uh, and the rabbit support militia were formed by al-Bashir uh, to carry out ma- military operation in Darfur and also to protect him.
1: Yes, and um, could you perhaps uh, tell us about the Khartoum Resistance Committee? Um, you guys have obviously proposals for what you want the future of Sudan to be. Could you tell us what those proposals are?
0: Uh, uh, a group of, uh, in the last year, a group of Sudanese uh, resistance committee signed uh, the People's Power Charter, uh, which uh, stipulate uh, an end to military corps in Sudan. Uh, Also, uh, refusal to uh, partner with the uh, counter-revolutionary forces and uh, stresses to exclusion of the military establishment from political life.
1: And what can, you know, a lot of people in our audience are quite concerned by events in Sudan. What can they do to sort of help the situation?
0: Uh, I think we need to hear our voice, uh, the resistance committee uh, uh, voice to stop the clash between the military components uh, and to return to the path of uh, democratic transformation and to support the campaign. You can also support the campaign Stop War in Sudan. Um R- Resistance Committee believed that the international community uh, has not been strong uh, in supporting the uh, democratic uh, transformation in Sudan. Uh, he kept the uh, they kept uh, waving personal sanctions against generals uh, Abdul Fattah Al-Burhan and Hamati, but nothing uh, happened. Um, the, most, uh, the world must hear and respect our choice uh, uh, to freedom, peace and uh, justice.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked about?
0: Uh, I hope that the suffering of the Sudanese will end, uh, that the resistance committee success in reaching the goal of the revolution, uh, which is the removing the military from political life, stopping repeated coups, uh, obtained a democratic uh, civil system. Uh, justice for war crime, uh, which practiced by the previous and current military regimes.
1: Well, Abraham, thank you for joining us at Memo Conversation. Thank you. And to our audience, thank you for tuning in. Please do tune in next time for more Memo Conversations.
0: This was Middle East Monitor Conversations, brought to you by the Middle East Monitor in London.